You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. This is the Broadway Boys Podcast through the Hockey Podcast Network, and we are back with Season 3, Episode 51. The New York Rangers have fallen to the New York Islanders. They have fallen to the Philadelphia Flyers. They had a bounce back win against the New Jersey Devils, but they are put to the test tomorrow on Thursday against the Pittsburgh Penguins, which will be at this point the biggest game of the season for obvious reasons. If you are following this team and just the Eastern Conference at all, you would know that any game against the Pittsburgh Penguins is a must win. So. That game is certainly circled on schedule, but we're going to back up a little bit and talk a little bit about the Islander game, the Philly game, what that kind of means for the New York Rangers and why fans should not be concerned, but also be concerned at the same time, because you do have a right to be a little bit nervous um, as the month of April is is slowly dwindling away. And, you know, I know it's the the first full week of April, but if you look at the Rangers' schedule, um, after this week, they only have you know three games the next week, three games the following week, and three games the following week after that, where that's only nine games left, and it's so tight that you really can't afford right now to be dropping um, games, you know, multiple games in a row. And I know that's like kind of crazy. Uh, but with the way the standings are, you cannot afford to lose two games in a row. And we've been very fortunate that the Pittsburgh Penguins have kind of um, had a rocky, rocky go to. So uh, here we are. You know, um, the New York Rangers are currently in second place in the Metro. They have played 71 games. The Pittsburgh Penguins have played 71 games and we have a four point gap between us. Right. Rangers have 96 points. The Pittsburgh Penguins have 92 uh, looking at the Carolina Hurricanes right above us, they they have a game in hand, but they're only two points ahead of us. So if they lose that extra game right now, we're only two points behind the Carolina Hurricanes, which is why I say you cannot drop games to the New York Islanders or the Philadelphia Flyers. You can't piss away a point uh, because every point matters at this point. How about that? And, you know, I, I do want to go back, though. The New York Islander game was tough. You know, that was a tough game to watch. It was a game in which I thought the Rangers kind of, for the first time in a long time, kind of got bullied and they got pushed around and it kind of felt like the end of last season where um, 
the New York Rangers played the New York Islanders. It was a little bit after the Wilson, but it was almost like the final straw, um, you know, for Drury and, and just the organization where they're like, we need some big time changes here. We need to get tougher. We need to be able to fight back. We need to stick up for ourselves. We need to uh, be able to protect our star players. And, you know, the New York Islanders, I think, was the icing on the cake. You know, a lot of people give credit to Wilson and the Capitals. But, you know, truthfully, that Islander game at the end of last year, I think it was two games in a row where we just got shut out and shellacked and smacked around. And this kind of had that same feeling and that same aura around it. And, you know, luckily it was a Friday night. So, you know, Ranger fans were, you know, busy with the weekend. And then you had another opportunity to kind of right the ship on Sunday against the Philadelphia Flyers. And they came out and they got a really slow start and they had to come from behind. It was just an, an ugly game. A lot of posts were hit, as Sam has clearly been obsessed with just how many posts the Rangers hit. It's funny when he gets on a, like a little thing, Sam just harps on it and you know, just rides it all game long. Uh, but it was true. I mean, the Rangers hit a ton of posts that game, but you almost feel like, you know, the New York Rangers have been so good to create their own luck and, and just kind of bounce back from anything that seems to be unfortunate in terms of, you know, bad bounces and just fluky goals. And this one, you know, they didn't get the win. You know, they didn't, they didn't win in overtime. They didn't win in the shootout. They lost. To the Philadelphia Flyers, just a very, you know, it's a tough loss to have right after the Islanders. I mean, you lose to the Islanders in Philly. It's just two disgusting teams to lose against. And, you know, Ranger fans were kind of pissed off and I'm kind of pissed off. And and listen, obviously, if you look at the season as a whole, it's been a success. But this is crunch time. You know, this is when, you know, I guess you want to get those bad games out of the way. But. You don't expect to, you know, piss away a game against the Philadelphia Flyers or not even put forth an effort really against the New York Islanders. And that's that's the big takeaway here. It's like how many games last year felt like the Rangers just were never in it. And, you know, there's not many this year, but that Islander game, that was one of them. And that concerns me a lot as a as a Rangers fan because once the playoffs start, you're going to get the you're going to get a, a t- style of play that's going to be very similar to what the uh, the Islanders were able to do. And the Rangers can't right the ship mid-game and they can't, you know, find a way to create scoring chances and and be productive and have productive shifts and strings of shifts where you can, you know, hem other teams in their own zone. You're going to get your doors blown off in the playoffs. And, you know, I'm going to be a little bit harder on this team, this podcast, because Andy's not here to reel me in. But, you know, that that's unacceptable. And, you know, I know Gallant was pissed and a lot of the players were pissed off about it. But you had an opportunity to come back against the Flyers and, and you chose not to do it. In fact, you went the opposite way. You played just as bad and you didn't, you weren't productive. You didn't get the goals. And, and, you know, you might say, oh, they hit a ton of posts, but th- th- those aren't goals. I don't care about that. I, you know, you got to be productive. You got to bounce back and win com- in a commanding fashion. And the Philadelphia Flyers are, you look at their team, they're awful. I mean, we should be you know, outplaying them and blowing the doors off the hinges with this team. And yet we let them score goals. We let them jump out to a hot start and we just were not in command. And it's not like it was a road game. It was a home game. And, you know, that's really concerning, you know, as a, as a Rangers fan that it's now April, the last month of the regular season, we played 71 games and here we are struggling against mediocre teams. And, you know, it's not like, 
you just lost the game. You lost the game in the way in which you did. It, it, it stings a little bit, and it makes you scratch your head and question, you know, what the hell is going on? Now, they did bounce back, and they got a, a much-needed win against the New Jersey Devils, and I know a lot of people were concerned about, well, what's going on with the New York Rangers' production, right? They get shut out by the Islanders. They got, you know, kind of lucky with the Philadelphia Flyers. They were able to score some goals and, and get back into it. And listen, you got to give them credit because they, they were able to come back and get a point out of it. But, you know, you look at the, the Devils and they only managed three goals. And, and I know you're saying just three goals, but, you know, you do expect um, a little bit more from this team. And, you know, six goals in three games, it's only an average of two goals per game against weaker opponents, especially in the standings. And I know the Islanders have played well, and Philly's always, you know, kind of a rivalry game. But, you know, it's just unacceptable at this point. You know, you, you got to get up for these games. It can't just be your best efforts are against the Penguins and Hurricanes and Tampa Bay. You know, uh, mature teams, teams that are ready to win Stanley Cups, uh, teams that are ready for the playoffs, they, they are able to have that kind of effort game in and game out. doesn't matter who's on the schedule. and. Right now, I, I feel like the Rangers are in a spot where, you know, they feel themselves a little too much and, you know, maybe play down to some of their opponents. Uh, that just shows, you know, the level of maturity that they're at, right? They're, they're not ready to be a, a really good team. Um, they may show signs of it. They may have production from certain players that uh, would resemble a team that's ready to win a playoff round. But truthfully... Uh, I, I see this team getting absolutely destroyed in the playoffs if this is the, you know, the effort that we're going to bring. You know, it's got to be consistent. It's got to be 60 minutes. Uh, you're not going to be able to get yourself out of every single hole. Uh, you you got to be able to play with a lead. You got to be able to play from behind. And listen, uh, over the course of this season, have the Rangers been able to do that consistently? Absolutely. But here we are with, you know, games on the line here and the last month of hockey and you want to be playing your best. And New York Rangers seem to be. Uh, you know, not productive on the offensive side, not scoring goals. You can't rely on the power play all the time. Uh, and, you know, you're giving up four goals, three goals, three goals against some of the weaker opponents. I mean, say what you want about the New York Rangers and, and what they've been able to accomplish this year, but the playoffs are a different animal. And if you're not gearing up for the playoffs right now, you're going to get your fucking doors blown off because the East, it's a gauntlet. doesn't matter. And we'll get into this discussion of picking your poison and who you want to play, uh, you know, in the playoffs in the first round, especially. But, you know, the, the New York Rangers really need to look at themselves in the mirror and say, you know, what is it going to take to not only win some of these games and, you know, maintain that position and, and home ice advantage in the first round of the playoff, but, you know, what is it going to take to be successful in the playoff? What's the style of play that we have to have to bring um, for 60 minutes and can we bring it for 60 minutes and these are the questions and that Gallant needs to ask these players and the leaders on this team need to communicate to, especially to the younger guys you know we got to hold each other accountable we got to bring a physical game we got to be consistent we got to be you know feisty we got to be fast and we got to be productive and that's as simple as that and you know at the end of the day you know, if you put forth a great effort and you lose to a better team, it is what it is. But, you know, truthfully, the Rangers were better. What they, they're better than what they did against the Islanders. I mean, what they did against them, that was pathetic. They're better than what they brought uh, in the Philly game. That was pathetic. I mean, 
to fall down at home to the Philadelphia Flyers like he did and have to crawl back, embarrassing. And, you know, luckily they, they hemmed it in and, and played a good structured, you know, defensive game against the Devils who, you know, say what you want. I know they didn't have Hughes and, you know, I know, I know they're struggling at times uh, during the season, but the Devils are one of those teams that no matter what their roster looked like against the New York Rangers, they're going to be tough out. And, you know, I thought they played much better game, but we got to get back on the right tracks. And what better team to do it against than the Pittsburgh Penguins? So, yeah, the New York Rangers are going to have their hands full. But we'll see. You know, there I like I said before, you know, the Rangers seem to be able to get up against some of the better teams in this league. You know, it wasn't that long ago. Let's see, how long ago was that? Uh um Yeah, that was almost three weeks ago, the nineteenth and twentieth week of March, we had to play the Tampa Bay Lightning and then uh the Carolina Hurricanes. And we were able to beat the Lightning two to one and we shut out the Carolina Hurricanes two nothing. And Georgie was in goal at that game. So, you know, the Rangers, again, you know, they played two great games and they followed it up with that stinker against the Devils and they lost 7-4. But then they bounced back and beat Pittsburgh 5-1. And then they struggled against Buffalo and they just squeaked out a win 5-4. And then they had a really good game against Pittsburgh and won 3-2. It's like, and then they struggled against Detroit, who are giving up a million goals, but we gave up four. So it's like, you know, why are we playing down to some of these teams you know we got to grow up here and we got to bring a 60 minute effort against whoever we have on the schedule and you know coming up the schedule is very up and down and we can go through it here they have pittsburgh as i mentioned on thursday then on saturday they have the ottawa senators are you going to lay an egg if you beat pittsburgh right is that an excuse because your next game is against the carolina hurricanes which is going to be you know a a tough out, obviously one of the best teams in the National Hockey League. And then you have games against, you know, the Flyers on a back-to-back. Are you going to lay an egg because the Flyers are, are getting up for that game and, and you're not? And then a couple of days later, you have Detroit, another feisty team that's playing, you know, for each other and not a playoff spot. You know, and then you have Winnipeg, Islanders, Boston, Carolina, Montreal, Capitals. You know, these are rivalry games. These are games that mean something. And you know, the Rangers need every single point. So, you know, I know it's a little excessive and I'm being pretty hard on this team, but, you know, I, I want to be able to say, you know, the Rangers are ready for the playoffs and I want to feel that confident. And I, I understand they play great against the better team and that's awesome. But when it comes to the playoffs, it's a different animal. I don't care what they do to do in the regular season against Tampa. I don't care what they did in the regular season against Carolina. I don't care what they did against Pittsburgh. What I care about is, is this team ready to play within themselves and play a 60-minute of New York Rangers hockey and not look across the ice and say, okay, we have Pittsburgh now, so we got to step it up. Or you know, are they looking across the rink and saying, oh, there's Ottawa. All right, stat night, hopefully. Let's hopefully get a win. Like It shouldn't be like that. You know, They shouldn't be preparing in a game versus Ottawa for the game versus Carolina and a couple days after that. So it's like, you know, you look at this team and, you know, you're obviously happy and I'm thrilled. And this season has been such a success so far. And it's been such an awesome time covering this team with Andy all season long. And just, you know, what a year it's been after the last couple of years, just with life in general, with COVID and 
all the bullshit and the canceling of the season and bubble and you know you didn't know what the hell was happening you know you you know every ranger fan knows when this team consumes your life as much as it does for us that you know you're 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 truly happy but i'm telling you right now if we're four and out in the playoffs you can throw this regular season right in the trash i won't even care i won't even congratulate this team because it'll all be for nothing and you got to realize that the playoffs in the NHL are like no other. It's not like any other sport. It's not the NFL where it's, you know, one and done. You know, you play a bad game. It's fluky. You can win a good game. It's not. This is a seven-game series, so there's no excuse. The better team always wins. The team that is ready to play 60 minutes at a time and grind out the series is going to win. And right now, I don't see the Rangers stringing together games here down the stretch, and that concerns me. Thankfully, they're beating the good teams and they're playing like shit against the bad team, which tells me one thing. It's immaturity. The team that's not ready to take the next step. Who knows? You know, this team has proven many people wrong this, this year. And they've proven me wrong a bunch of times. So I am hoping I'm going to, you know, wear egg on my face for saying these words. But as of right now, right, it is April 6th. The New York Rangers are not ready for the playoffs. And they are going to be put to, to, to the test Thursday against the Pittsburgh Penguins. So we'll see what they get after that. And, you know, Andy will be back from Florida. Andy's on vacation right now. He's uh, in Florida uh, soaking the rays up with, uh, you know, the Panthers and the Tampa Bay Lightning, uh, you know, flirting with the enemy here while, you know, I'm in the Northeast freezing. It's raining. It's miserable. Uh, you know, it, it's tough. I'm grinding away while Andy's sipping pina coladas by the pool down in Florida. Uh, just makes me sick. I'm jealous. The NHL season has been packed with dirty dangles, hat tricks, and big wins. As the action rolls on, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has your shot to win big too. New customers can bet just $1 on any team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's right. A bump in the win column for your team means free bets for you. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you still have a shot to light the lamp. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code THPN, bet $1 on any NHL team, and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. 21 or older, restrictions apply. See show notes for details. So uh, the next thing I really want to talk about is I see, and this is New York Rangers Twitter, right? This is just classic New York Rangers Twitter. It's, it's now becoming apparent that everyone either wants to play Pittsburgh in the first round, you know, oh, we're going to get, or would you rather, you know, get first place and play one of the wild card teams, which is right now either Boston or, or maybe Tampa it depends on, uh, you know, because right now they're, believe it or not, Boston and Tampa are tied with 93 points each. And Tampa does have a game in hand. So uh, odds are right now it's probably Boston, but who knows? I don't like picking your poison. You know, Andy and I have discussed it. We are very confident 
very confident against Pittsburgh. But of course, you know, the toxic me, I had to retwitter and see what people were saying. And a lot of people like Pittsburgh, right? They they're scared of Tampa, rightfully so. Um, but there people brought up a couple points though of why they wouldn't want to play Pittsburgh, and that's the refing, which is true. The NHL wants Sidney Crosby in the Stanley Cup final. They just do. They worship the Penguins. They give them everything they want. Uh, it wasn't that long ago when Haglin was like suspended 50 games uh, for you know hitting a Penguins player, uh, just fucking up the entire you know mojo of that team and 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 basically knocked us out of the playoffs. You know, it, it just I understand that. Um, do you want to play Crosby? You know, he's like Captain Clutch. He always scores big goals. He always gets his team up. He's almost like Tom Brady-ish. It's, I get that. I absolutely get that. I get the refing. They're going to favor Crosby and Pittsburgh. I understand that. Um, and people are worried that Yari's going to end up playing, Jari, whatever, uh, is going to end up playing like a god uh, in that, which, you know, that happens in the playoff. You know, how many times? I always remember, remember Jaguar when he was uh, <laughs> the goalie for the Ducks? And he was basically the best player, one of the best playoff performances I've ever seen in my lifetime, honestly, from an individual player. I mean, he was lights out that entire playoff. And, you know, a goalie can carry you. They can carry a mediocre team. And not that Pittsburgh's me- mediocre. They have certainly the firepower to beat anybody, but... You know, if that goalie, if Gary does go into God mode and carries this team, it's just going to make me sick to my stomach. So I understand your concerns, but overall, the New York Rangers, uh, you got to want to play Pittsburgh. I think it's your only choice. If you end up, let's just say, hypothetically speaking, you do end up winning the division. Do you really want to play the Boston Bruins? I don't. Do you want to play the Washington Capitals? I don't. you know, you're not realistically. You're not going to play the Washington Capitals because they're not going to catch Boston and uh, the New York Rangers. Even if they won a division, they're not going to catch Florida, in my opinion. So, could they play Tampa? Yeah, I know a lot of people are confident against Tampa, but again, like all this confidence, all this confidence the New York Ranger fans have is because of the success during the regular season. And I'm telling you right now. Flush it down the toilet. It means nothing. The regular season games mean absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. And the New York Rangers are going to have to figure out to play within themselves, to play physical, to play fast, to play hard, grinding hockey, uh, and win games two to one and not, you know, find yourself in a three one hole in the third period and have to claw your way out of it. These teams are too good. They're going to shut you down, they're going to suffocate you in the neutral zone. They are going to make you shoot from the perimeter. And I don't know if the Rangers are ready to, you know, have that grinding type series where they're constantly, you know, battling back from behind. I I truly don't have faith in this team if they're going to be playing a couple goals down in the playoffs or if they're going to play two out of three periods. I don't trust them because the periods that they take off, they give up two or three goals. It's not like they're skating away even hockey and they blew a period. This team gives up a lot of goals when they play bad. And, um, you know, it's just, it's a frustrating thing to happen. And, you know, the Rangers are going to have to right the ship here. Uh, You know, uh, 
you know, you look at the East, obviously a lot of things are set. The only thing I can see changing, uh, the New York Islanders, 69 games played, 73 points. They're 11 points out uh, behind Washington. 13 games left, right? So 70 to 80 is 10, 81, 82, 12 games left. 13 games left. I don't know, to be honest with you. I, why can't I do this math? I don't know. Because if you play 70, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, it's, it's 13 games. So the New York Islanders could catch the Washington Capitals. That is the only thing that could change. Obviously, the two and three seeds in the Atlantic and Metro might change, but uh, it doesn't seem that likely. Um, I just think Tampa is going to end up beating Boston out of that final third spot. That's truthfully. And then you're going to have, so you'll have Boston versus Carolina if the Rangers don't catch Carolina. And then you have Washington versus uh, Florida. Then you'll have Toronto, Tampa Bay, and Rangers and Pittsburgh. So pretty, you know, it's going to be a grind. You know, for for all those series, you know, the, the nothing's easy there. You know, maybe the you could say the Florida Washington series is going to be a little lopsided, which you know will probably go five games, six games, but everything else, man, I'd be surprised if they don't go seven. That's including the Rangers, because right now, like I said, I'm very down on this team. Don't have confidence that they're going to be ready to play playoff hockey, but we'll see. Let's go out west a little bit. Uh, let's give my uh, Ranger bashing a break. Um. Listen, I I love this team. This is why I just think I want perfection from them. Like I can't can't not can't not have this these playoffs be a bust. Right? I can't I can't. Emotionally I can't. It's still cold. It's April, northeast, it's still cold here. I'm breaking down mentally. I don't get a lot of sleep because of baby Madison, who, you know, it was a tough, tough loss against the Islanders, having to hold her and explain to her that, you know, this team is better than this. You know, it, it's tough. You know, try explaining to your daughter the unsuccessful play of the New York Rangers. It's tough. I it's I have to explain it to fans here listening to the podcast on a weekly basis. You know, it's it's tough. But anyway, let's go to the West. Enough enough with me bitching. Uh, Colorado, clear number one seed out of the West. Uh, sole control of the Central Division. In fact, they've already clinched a playoff spot. So um, they're going to be a tough out. Uh, the only thing I worry about them is their ability to, um, you know, are they going to be able to outscore their opponents in the playoffs? Are, are they going to be able to play that offensive, dynamic offensive game? Uh, they've scored the most goals in the West, 268. Uh, you know, they're a tough out. They really are. But uh, again, they lost last year. You know, they didn't have goaltending and you know, there are certain question marks on, on teams like this. You know, are they going to be like Tampa Bay Lightning a couple of years ago where, you know, everyone thought they were penciled in for the Stanley Cup finals and they get swept in the first round by the Columbus Blue Jackets? So could that happen with the Colorado Avalanche? Who knows? And especially because if you look in the wild card spots in the West, you have Nashville right now sitting in the first wild card spot with 84 points, 69 games played. And then you have the Dallas Stars also 69 games played with 83 points. Uh, and then you have 71 games played for the Vegas Golden Knights with 82 points. So right now, 
Vegas Golden Knights are not in the playoff, which is unbelievable. And they've won five in a row, which goes to show you, you know, Nashville not giving up, Dallas not rolling over and playing dead and, and letting, you know, the rest of the West, you know, rub their bellies here. You know, they're, they're playing to make the playoff. You know, Joe Pavelski is leading that team and willing that team to get into the playoffs. And, you know, at this point, I feel like it doesn't really matter in the West. They all, they're all pretty good. You know, they're all pretty good. You know, Nashville, um, you know, impressive season so far. Not, certainly not what I expected out of the Nashville Predators. Dallas, I thought they were going to take a step back, but it just seems like nobody in the West really truly wanted to step up. You know, even Vegas, you know. It's just embarrassing that they are where they are, especially after acquiring Jack Eichel. And as soon as they get him, they just falter and stumble. And, you know, I know they've had, you know, Stone was on the IR and Patch Reddy's, you know, was hurt. And, you know, whatever the season has brought, you know, the struggles during the season for Vegas, you know, every team felt that, you know, it's, it is what it is. And you got to be able to, to, you know, adapt and change and, and figure it out. And, you know, no one feels bad for you, Vegas. You're going to have to earn your earn your keep here in the league and welcome to the NHL finally, right? You know, enough of this fucking expansion team coming in, making the Stanley Cup finals, being successful, always sitting at the top of the standings. Well, guess what? Las Vegas, you know, Golden Knight fans have fun, you know, having the rebuild, having to feel the pain and the agony of being a regular NHL fan of your team. So, and then you have Winnipeg. Uh, they're hanging around 70 games played, 76 points. Uh, Vancouver, 74 points, 70 games played. And then you have Ducks and Stanford. They don't count. They're too far out. Personally, they haven't showed me anything that they might make a run here at the end and maybe rattle off nine wins to creep themselves back up into the in contention. So looking at the, you know, the Central, you have Minnesota and St. Louis. Uh, That'll be a tough series, man. That is two teams that uh, I would not want to play first round. You know, that is a tough, tough series. Seven games, I personally think. Man, oh, man. Two teams that I just think are evenly matched. I really do. So we'll see See what happens there. I, I don't even know. I couldn't even tell you a prediction. Uh, maybe Minnesota's a little bit more dynamic offensive-wise, which is maybe where I give the edge, you know? but. You know, St. Louis is right there. So, uh, who knows? Calgary. All right, Calgary is the first in the Pacific. You have Edmonton and L.A. right now. L.A., shocking that they're there. Uh, you know, sort of like a Ranger season. Not a not a successful, obviously, but one of those teams that you thought would be, you know, just on the outside looking in. But here they are, third spot in the Pacific, playing against Edmonton. Listen, Edmonton deserves to win a round. I mean, they have the horses to carry them through any series. McDavid, uh, what can you say? It's bad for the NHL that this kid has struggled to win in the playoffs. And, you know, here we are. If they get a matchup against L.A., if they get ousted by L.A., I, I think Bettman needs to step in and say, it's time, Edmonton. You got to move on from McDavid and Dreisaitl. You had your opportunity. You had some good moments. You had some good runs here in the regular season, but your organization just isn't cutting it in the playoffs, and it's bad for business here. So we need to step in and get those guys out of there, place them pretty much anywhere else uh, in the league, 
because you're just destroying hockey careers, destroying the NHL game, and destroying the legacy of you know Connor McDavid and Leon Draisaitl by being this pathetic in the postseason. And you know, obviously, it's not those two. It's a supporting cast problem, I think, when it comes to the playoffs. So we'll see. You know, I mean, could there be an easier first round for the for the Edmonton Oilers? I mean, you get the L.A. Not the bash in the L.A. Kings. It's just that, you know, let's face it. L.A. is borderline the worst team in the playoffs. And you might say, well, how could that be? They're third place in the Pacific. Then wouldn't they be a wild card? Listen, man, I would rather play L.A. over Nashville and over Dallas any time of the week. And even over Vegas, if, if Vegas is one of those teams that gets in. So I, I don't I don't want to hear anything else. I'd rather play L.A. over any other team in the uh, West. Colorado having to play a Dallas, Vegas, or Nashville, I think they crush. Calgary is one of those teams where they're going to have to prove, prove to me that they're going to win in the postseason before I start giving them credit. They're one of those teams that ends up failing. So uh, great regular season team, made key additions, you know, Coleman, what can you say about this team? I don't know. They, they're built to win, that's for sure. Are they going to win? You got to show me. You got to prove to me. Would I love to see Calgary and Colorado meet in the Western Conference Finals? Absolutely. I think that would be an awesome series. I'd actually give uh, the leaning to Calgary. Uh, I just think, you know, a team that can, you know, put up the numbers that, you know, Colorado can and, and kind of go toe for toe with them. Uh, that's the team that's going to take Colorado down, right? Got to punch, got to punch the big boys right in the jaw and show them that you're not gonna, you're not gonna go away. So, all right. I mean, I I don't really have much else for you. Uh, I can't wait for Andy to come back just to see how uh, he's been doing in Florida and just watching the Rangers. Uh, he'll be back, and we'll have two more games under our belt here as uh, when the next podcast drops, which will be. Monday the 11th, excuse me, seltzer burps here, which will be Monday the 11th. We'll have the Pittsburgh and Ottawa game under our belt, and we will be ready for the final nine games of the season. Three weeks left, and it's going to fly by. It really is. So, um, yeah, uh, you know, let's go Rangers. This will drop on Thursday, which means it's game day for the New York Rangers. If you're not fired up against Pittsburgh and not hoping this team rights the ship here and starts to play some you know playoff hockey and show some signs of, of of life here as a playoff team you know putting together 60 minutes of hockey you know playing a physical game fast game a, you know a, a game where they grind away shifts and hem the team in their zone for shifts at a time for half the period at a time creating penalties you know for, oh, i should say creating power plays by you know grinding along the boards creating holding calls stripping calls that's what it's going to take. So uh, here we are. No excuses. It's the middle of April now, and uh, the New York Rangers need to right the ship here. If, uh, they're going to be taken serious as the playoff team. Thank you for listening to the Broadway Boys podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Broadway Boys Pod, and please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or thehockeypodcastnetwork.com. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. New episodes every Monday and Thursday. Download at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.